Hello, and welcome to the Reversing Diabetes with Delane MD podcast. This is episode number 172. If you listened to last week's episode, I'm pretty sure I had the numbering wrong. I'm pretty sure last week was 171. We may have skipped or added one, but we're going from there. This is 172, or that's what we're labeling it for right now. I'm your host, Dr. Delane Vaughn. If you are looking for strategies to live a naturally healthy life, you are in the right place. I have a six-month program where I help women who have been struggling with their diabetes for years, learn how to eat in a way that no longer makes them sick. This podcast is the scoop on how to get that done. I truly believe everyone should have the opportunity to live a naturally healthy life. And the healthcare industry is not telling you that this is possible or how to do this. So that's what I'm doing here in this podcast and in these episodes. Today, we're going to talk about the things that you actually need to be doing to get the results that you're looking for. Okay. So it's how do we stop eating the foods that are making us sick and reverse our type two diabetes? But what does that really mean? And what is the kind of mindset and the attitude that you have to have to do that? If you're interested in these strategies that I teach, there's podcast after podcast about cleaning up your diet, intermittent fasting, nutritional ketosis. Those are the three strategies that I teach. But today we're going to talk kind of about the mindset of what it means to actually be willing to do that. Next week, we're going to talk about lies that we tell ourselves. It's going to be a fun one. Uh, if you ever find that you can't seem to stop doing a certain behavior, you know, the afternoon rating of the candy jar or in the evening downing a bag full of popcorn, whatever that might be. If you struggle with a certain behavior next week, we're going to talk about the lies that we tell ourselves that lead us to doing that thing. Whatever the hard behavior is that you're having a hard time uh, changing, it's usually because they're wrought with stories, lies misinformation that we tell ourselves. So tune in next week. We will dig in there. Before we get started today, I do want to give my disclaimer. If you are on meds for your type 2 diabetes, you have been started on those meds because of how you used to eat. If you change and start eating in a different way, those meds might make you sick. It is very important that you're aware of this. You need to have a very close Con relationship really with your doctor. You need to have a conversation with your doctor that you're going to do this and you need to let them know so that you will have somebody to call when you're not sure what to do with your meds. Okay. So I need you to understand that if you are taking meds for your type two diabetes and you start to implement the changes that I talk about in this podcast, you are going to possibly make yourself sick. And I need you to know that. And I need you to call your doctor before you start making these changes and let them know that you're doing this. Okay. Now, if your doctor tells you don't do that, that's a horrible idea. Maybe it's time to get a new doctor. If you call your doctor with a low blood sugar and they say, oh, just eat more carbs, have a piece of candy, whatever it is. Like maybe it's time to get a new doctor. Or if they say, hey, eat some carbs right now, we're going to take you off that med or we're going to adjust the dose, that's fine too. But recognize your doc has to have the same goal that you have in mind. I talked about this in episode number 171. So go back and check that out. But I want you to be aware if you are medicated for your type 2 diabetes and you implement these changes, you can get very sick. It can be very dangerous. Please make sure you have a clear communication, a line of communication with your medical provider so that they can help guide you through this please be careful with it. I also want to remind everybody, you can like me on social media. I'm on Instagram and Facebook at Delane MD. You can also go to the Facebook group, Reversing Diabetes with Delane MD. Ask to join. I'll get you in there. I do some lives in there. I certainly am available to answer any questions in there. So make sure you um, go and join that group so you can get the help that you need to make these changes. 
Um, if you're listening on a podcast app, please like the podcast on your podcast app. I know that that can be a pain. I know that like figuring out how to write your review can be challenging, but recognize like just hitting the like, uh, you know, giving it a star rating is just as helpful. The more ratings that this podcast has, the more the podcast app presents it to people and they can get this help too. So if you're getting help with this, recognize others are out there, help them out by liking the podcast on your podcast app. I have a listener, so it's actually a client's story, a success story. I always think it's really important to share this, what is possible. Um, I have a client I uh, used to work with. It is a private client, so it was a male client that I worked with. And uh, he started with me probably in February. Highest A1Cs that he had seen recently were in the 6.5 range. He started with me. He went to his doctor in May, had an A1C at 5.7. He was kind of bummed about that. He definitely struggled with a lot of other things that were not food-related causes that his blood sugars were climbing. Like they were like not as low as he was hoping they would be, despite him being pretty... Um, pretty clean in the way he ate. He was really eating in alignment with his biology, but he had some other things going on. There were some pain issues going on and that would cause his blood sugars to go up. He couldn't figure out what he was doing wrong and him accepting that he wasn't doing anything wrong. That this is just part of the biology of our bodies. And that it wasn't that he was making himself sick. It was just, this is how the body manages pain. So he went last week to get his A1C rechecked and his A1C was 5.0, which is awesome. I am so happy. John, congratulations. John, way to be an example of how knowing that I'm not sure what the right answer is, but it is never chocolate cake or junk food because that's really what you exhibited to get these results. And it's amazing. So strong work, John. Congratulations. Lastly, I want to talk before we jump in. Uh, coming up, I will be holding two webinars. Um, November 21st, it will be in the daytime and it will be for women. 21st will be for women. It is going to be talking about the basic strategies that I teach to reverse type 2 diabetes. We will touch on that. And then as we go into the holidays, I think talking about how to manage urges and desires is going to be imperative. So that webinar, we will talk about how do you manage urges and desires for food? What is it that's creating the desire for the food? I hear truth bombs about to come, right? It is never the food. The food does not create the desire. Our belief about the food creates the desire. And if you want to know how that works, show up for the webinar. So November 21st for women, November 28th for gentlemen, email me Delane at Delane MD to get signed up, or you can send me a message on Facebook. Um, you can send me a message on Instagram. All of that's fine. Just get a hold of me and let me know. And I'll put you on the list. If you have a name like Pat or Kelly, please let me know if you're a man or a woman. So I know which one to sign you into. Um, and then uh, we'll get you set up. I'll get you the webinar uh, link and we will get you signed in for that. When it comes up, you'll have that link. So let's jump in. I have been thinking a lot lately about what is in an equal sign. I do a um, alignment equation every morning when I do my journaling. And I've been thinking about what goes into that equal sign. So it's what my desire is, what my expected result is. And then is it aligned that equals alignment or misalignment? Sometimes it's misaligned and I need to figure out what is the belief that I'm missing there. So what goes into an equal sign? I've been 
chewing on this lately and realizing there's so much that goes into that. We all want a very simple, basic, guaranteed equation to create the results that we're looking for. So something like I save $200 a week for the next four years, and that means I have $41,600 to buy a new car or whatever, right? Or I save $100 a week every week of my children's life. And then at the end of 18 years, when they're ready to go off to college, I've got $93,600 to help them with college when they're 18. These are simple equations. A number of dollars times time gives you the result that you're looking for. Cash in the bank, right? So there's no question or figuring out, although there is, like we think that it's very, very simple, but recognize that equation does involve, that equal sign involves a certain amount of discomfort, right? But we all want our results to be very, very straightforward. We don't think about what's involved in that equal sign when we're making these like big grand plans, right? The equal sign in that budgeting problem involves following a budget. It's not spending on things that weren't budgeted for. It's not using money for an instant gratification because we're instead investing into a delayed gratification, right? If you do spend where it's not budgeted for, it involves making an adjustment or an accommodation for that spending, right? So we have these equations in all sorts of areas of our lives. We see it with savings. We see it with um, event training. So if you're going to do an Ironman or a marathon or a triathlon or something like that, right? We're like, oh, I've got 12 weeks. I'll just start running and spit out a marathon, right? I do this with scheduling for my business, right? Running a business and taking care of my family obligations and doing other obligations that I have, I have to make a schedule and follow it, right? That's a challenge for me because I'm always like, oh yeah, I've got eight hours in a day and this is going to take an hour and this is going to take an hour. The equation, the equal sign that goes in there involves me staying on the schedule, paying attention to the schedule and not having little whims that take my brain and distract me, right? So we all want this X number of dollars or X number of things and weeks gives us that equals the result that we want. What goes into that equal sign is what we don't really think about. And I want to talk about that today. So the equal sign is kind of the magic, right? It's what makes the result. It's what makes it happen, right? Saving, budgeting, and not spending without considering the budget is what goes into that equal sign. When you're training for an event, it's getting up on a Saturday morning instead of sleeping in. That's what goes into that equal sign. For me, scheduling for my work, it's making a schedule in order to get all the things that I need to get done and then following it, even when I don't want to. That's what goes into that equal sign. Many times we just believe we can exchange money for this. I think, I know I've been guilty of this and I've seen this happen, right? Like I'm going to give X dollars and then I'm going to get a result, right? We want to get the results. We want them to be straightforward. We want to just give somebody money and get the result that we're looking for. We do this with, we hire financial planners, right? For savings. And although those folks do have a role, right? Like they've got some tricks, the fact of the matter, there's no matter, there's no number of financial planners that you can hire that suddenly make not spending money on shoes or some instant gratification seem more appealing than putting it in the bank. There is no amount of money that, you know, people do this with training for events. We see this with marathoners or Ironman triathlons, right? So people will spend money to enter the race, right? Like most people have to have a qualifying time 
or a qualifying race to get into like the Boston Marathon or the Chicago Marathon or the New York Marathon. I'm not sure about the Chicago Marathon, but some of these bigger marathons, you have to have a qualifying race to get in or you can buy your way in. Same thing with an Ironman. You have to have a qualifying race to get in or you can buy your way in. And it's a significant fee. I think it's like $40,000 to buy your way into an Ironman, right? So these folks and an Ironman, like just so we're clear, an Ironman is a 2.4 mile swim, 112 mile bike and a 26.2 mile run. And instead of training for it, people just want to buy their way in, which seems insane to me. I feel like I've done this with business coaches. I just want to exchange dollars. I want to be like, hey, I'm going to give you this money. And then will you bring me a business back that's making, you know, what my goals are, right? It just doesn't work that way. I've definitely seen this with clients. They want to exchange dollars. They want to pay me and then be delivered the result that their diabetes is reversed. So what's in the equal sign is the things that they need to be doing right? That all of us need to be doing things that we want for the results. It's the accommodation. It's the adjustments. It's the work that needs to be done. When it comes to saving money, it's the saving, following the budget, not spending. Or if you do spend on off budget things, you're making more money somewhere else. That's the work that comes into creating that result. That's the work that goes into that equal sign for a marathon or for some event like that. It's getting up and doing your morning runs, your long training runs instead of sleeping in, right? Even when your legs are sore from the last run. For me, it's following my schedule. It's doing podcasts like this. It's doing Facebook lives. It's doing Instagram posts. It's letting people know it's possible to live without type two diabetes. It's managing my Facebook group. It's adjusting my time. It's making the hard decisions. Do I do yoga or do I do my business work? Do I go out with my girlfriends or do I go to bed early so I can get up and be ready for work in the morning? Is it watching Christmas movies or doing the task on my schedule, right? Figuring out why you want to eat the foods that make you sick and stop doing that. That's the work of creative, of creating the reversing your diabetes. That's what goes into your equal signs. It's not eating the treats. It's collecting the data. It's doing the finger sticks. It's checking your blood sugars. That is what goes into your equal sign. All of these things involve an element of discomfort. You can damn sure bet I'd rather do yoga. I'd rather go out with my friends and I'd certainly always rather watch Christmas movies. It's all more appealing than the work that I need to do, the task that needs to be done in the early bedtimes, right? You know that putting money into savings is far less attractive than buying a new pair of shoes. Sleeping in on a Sunday or a Saturday is far more attractive than getting up and doing that early morning long run when your legs are sore, right? The yogas, the outings, the Christmas movies, the new shoes, the sleeping, all of them are always more fun than doing the thing. That's why we have to plan and work at doing the thing. If it was easy, we'd all be doing that, right? So these things sometimes feel hard and frequently feel uncomfortable. The proximal comfort, right? That thing that's right in front of you that you want, the instant gratification, right? The immediate comforts. What of those experiences are we willing to exchange for the long-term gratification, the distal results, the sustained goals that we want? This is the most important question you can ask yourself. What amount of discomfort in this instant moment am I willing to exchange for that thing that I want long-term down the line? This is what's in the equal sign. The discomfort that we are willing to exchange for the things that we want long-term. It's the bigger results, the distant results, the more important results. Yoga is important to me. I enjoy that. 
but it's not as important as helping others live a naturally healthy life. That's way more important to me. Going out with friends, it's good for my soul, but early bedtime is good for my heart, good for my lungs, good for my health, good for me to get up and be clear in the morning so I can help people. Christmas movies are the best. I love Christmas. You guys you know it's the season of inappropriate Christmas stuff, right? That's where I'm at. Like, I love all the things Christmas. Christmas movies are amazing, but not as amazing as helping a woman come off her meds from her diabetes and live a naturally healthy life. Not as amazing as helping John bring his A1C down to 5.0, which is an optimal A1C, right? That's far more amazing. When we think about our savings, right? Like new shoes are cool saving money so my kids can go to college and they can achieve their dreams is far cooler, right? Getting, sleeping in late on another Saturday, that's awesome. But saying you did an Ironman, that's pretty freaking awesome, right? So the proximal results are these instant gratifications. They're very enticing. They're the enticing thing. The distant results, they're the true desires that we have. They typically take work and they're not as sexy as those instant gratification things. They take some discomfort. That is what is in the equal sign. So when you're thinking about, you know, what you want as far as your health goes, what you want for reversing your diabetes, the question to ask yourself is how much discomfort are you really willing to exchange for that result that you want? This is where coaching becomes very, very powerful. It's an amazing tool. You don't need me to tell you to stop eating chocolate cake. You know, the chocolate cake is the problem. The coaching is where you figure out what's in the equal sign. Why are you telling yourself that you're willing to eat chocolate cake in exchange for that longer goal? That's what's in the equal sign, right? That long-term goal of being diabetes-free, why are you continuing to eat the chocolate cake even though you know it's costing you that long-term goal? That's where coaching comes in. Figuring out the reasons, uncovering the reasons, uncovering the stories your brain tells you about these things. This is where you figure out what's in that equal sign. And that's where coaching is very helpful. That's where I can help you. Again, you don't need me to tell you to stop eating Snickers bars, right? Like everybody knows that. Figuring out this other part is really where coaching is powerful. If that's something you're help, you're interested in, if that's something I can help you with, if that's where you think you need to be, send me a message, Delane at DelaneMD.com. We'll get you set up for a consult. You can figure out how my program will help you out and we can get you started on that. All right. I hope this was helpful. You know, if you have any questions, please send them to me, Delane at DelaneMD.com. I'm happy to answer any questions. Um, If you have any questions about your diabetes or topics you want covered in the podcast, don't hesitate to reach out to me there also. I will talk with you next week. Bye-bye.